Hi, this is Austin Parsons, pitmaster with Smoky Mountain Q in Nashville, Tennessee, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet before we knew. So listen, Lebertius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. Welcome to the second hour, everybody. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Doing it live right here. Every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. If you missed the first hour, no problem. We're recording. It'll be up on podcast here a little bit later. Actually, later in the morning tomorrow, like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Posting to the feed is its own animal. Like I posted 11.55, like in an hour and 55 minutes from now. But it doesn't matriculate into the feed or propagate into the interwebs for sometimes hours. Takes forever. That's all right. Hmm. What I did. Christ. Uh, If you want to get in touch with me, 216-220-0966. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com is the email address. You can also follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and TikTok. You can also take a look at me slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook. So check me out there. There's also a video feed if you want to check out the whole situation over there. Coming up this Friday on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, episode 126 hits the feed. This one being pulled from May 28th, 2013. And I talked with Kale Phelps, who is the editor-in-chief of the National Barbecue News. That is, or was, originally a paper publication, if you can believe it. And uh, over time, they have grown into having to pivot into digital in order to stay relevant, in order to stay in business. They were one of the first, if not the first, truly barbecue-specific publication out there in uh, Georgia. And for a number of years, they ran one of the more high-profile barbecue contests, which was called the Best of the Best. I think that was in Green. Is it South Carolina that they're in? But Best of the Best was a freestanding contest. And this was an invitational. So if you, I don't want to misspeak, but I know it took from a number of different sanctioning bodies. It's been so long since best of the best has went by the wayside, but I believe there was no priority given to one sanctioning body or the other, but it was basically a contest where 
you could go if you could get there. You were eligible to go in, but I think you had to win. There was some kind of form of a winning criteria. But best of the best was you know widely considered two thousand and eight, two thousand nine, maybe a little earlier than that. Uh, was widely considered to be one of the most prestigious competitions to win outside of the Norm Jack, the uh, American Royal, things like that. Best of the best was right in there with that one. But that eventually fell off. And National Barbecue News is uh, a great story, and we talked with the editor, Cal Phelps, in 2013. That would be May. So that's episode 126. You have to be subscribed to the podcast feed in order to get the best of shows. Remember that. Otherwise, you have to visit the website every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in order to get these podcasts. So make sure that you're subscribed to the feed on any podcast platform. Just go into the podcast platform that you like the best. Search Barbecue Central Show and then subscribe from there. You're alerted when all the stuff hits the feed. That way you don't have to even remember anything. You'll just get the alert and away you can go and listen. There you go. As I had mentioned in the first hour, tomorrow, programming note, there will be a live show. We'll do it live. Okay. 3 p.m. Eastern, where I will be rejoined by Emily Park from the American Royal Association. She's the manager at the World Series of Barbecue. And we will announce the class of 2020 for the Barbecue Hall of Fame. As I quickly peruse, the Smoke Sheet Barbecue Newsletter says Desiree, Aaron Franklin, and Bill Arnold, Darren Worth is the bridesmaid. That's two for him. Uh, Tucker says John Davidson, Meathead, uh, and Aaron Franklin. All right. Guy, the Cooking Sam does not guess. Uh, Maddie and Kiki. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bristle brush. That's very dangerous thinking, Maddie and Kiki. How dare you? America's hat weighing in with their bristle know-how. Don't do it, ladies. Get rid of that bristle brush. You would do it. All right. Another email. Here we go. Hey, Greg, caught the show last night. This is from a couple weeks ago. I apologize. Hey, Greg, caught the show last night. Awesome. I always look forward to your interviews. It's nice to put a voice and attitude with the people who follow and broaden our culinary horizons. With the uncertainty of how restaurants are going to reopen and when, friends and I have been discussing the possibility of a big grilling season. But how are we going to approach this? If I cook a 15-pound brisket, I'm cooking for a group, then I want to share the labors with others. Now, if I invite people in the past, I would just say, bring a dessert. Or a side, and I'll take care of everything else. The idea of community bowl of potato salad doesn't sound as attractive this year as it did in years past. What about a tray of brownies? We all have a ton of money and time wrapped up in perfecting our passion. How can we still enjoy it with the Rona, his words in quotation, the Rona looming over our heads, wondering if you had this discussion with anyone or thought about the topic yourself? If so, what are your views? I also thought it could be a future fun topic. Stay healthy. Regards, Rod Schrader or Schroeder. I can never tell with that last name. I'm going to go with Schrader, which means it's probably Schroeder. Rod, I apologize. Let's just say Rod. That's way funner to say than the last name. Rod. Okay, Rod. 
I have thought about this because there isn't any bigger fan of community barbecue than this guy. I have fenced off my yard with my neighbor on purpose. We have fenced away other people from the back, other sides, not the guy to the left. Uh, we didn't mean to wall off the other, but there, there was a fence already there for crying out loud. We replaced it when we added the other, but we fenced in neighbor Desmond and uh, we have formed what we have called the compound. We did it on purpose. We wanted to bring in the people that we wanted. We wanted to keep out the people that we didn't want. We wanted free access to either of our yards for community barbecue and grilling. So much community, in fact, that Desmond last year walked over to my yard and stole my pit barrel cooker. It now sits on his deck. My cooker sits on his deck. And no, I'm not going to get it back because he can eat my lunch. Are you kidding me? Have you seen neighbor Desmond? He liked it. He took it's community grilling. I mean, if I wanted to go, I could go over to Desmond's house, knock on the door and say, hey, Desmond, do you mind if I use my cooker that you stole from me? And he said, yeah, go ahead. You can use your own cooker. I'll let you. Fine. Now, when you talk about these community barbecues now, I, quite honestly, I don't even have any idea what the fuck is going on anymore. You read so many new things every day. My best advice, and I'm not taking any political side here or there, so Alexis, send me or or save the email. If you want to have big community barbecue gatherings where there isn't space or distance, it's perfectly up to you. I would also say that if... Perhaps you got sick later. You might want to mark that date down and be able to reference that. Maybe it's mere coincidence. I don't think I'm going to be having a huge barbecue gathering. I don't think I am. Now, I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? Maybe I would. But I don't think I am right now. But here's the other thing I can say. So I would choose some distance. When we have a compound barbecue right now, I know where the Motleys have been for the last eight months. They've been in their freaking house just like we have. But if we had some other people come over, we'd stay distant. We'd share, but we'd stay distant. Here's the most important part. You talk about this community bowl of potato salad or pot brownies. Wait a second. You didn't say pot brownies. You said brownies. I said pot brownies. My bad. Here's the one thing that you need to keep in mind. Regardless of social distancing or not, if the coronavirus gets on your pot brownies or gets on your heroin-laced potato salad or your crack-garnished deviled eggs, the minute you put it in your mouth and swallow it, the coronavirus is dead. You're not getting the coronavirus because of a community bowl of potato salad or brownies or deviled eggs. If all of your food is infected with corona. As long as you don't stick your hands in your eyeballs or in your mouth, when you swallow it, your stomach kills it. So don't worry about the eating part. Worry about if you want to be distant or not. That's it. Do what you feel is comfortable. I'm not going to tell you what you should do. But if you want to do something wacky, mark the date and look back just in case. And if nothing happens, fine. Good. Nobody wants to get 
more back to normal than me and some of my other panel members. I mean, we're contributing members to goddamn society over here. Let's go. Uh-oh. We're ready. We like money. Right, John? We like money. Fucking A right we like money. Hey, Big Papa Smokers is the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers, Big Papa's has everything you need to be a better outdoor cook. How many rubs and seasonings? 13 perfectly balanced flavors. How about titles like Sweet Money and Happy Ending? Everybody loves the Happy Ending rub, right? Love it. I like Double Secret, Steak Rub, and Cash Cow, all that fun stuff. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. So if you're looking for a great sauce, that's one you want to try. And they got the cookers, right? If you're looking for an easy-to-use, versatile grill, the Mac 2-Star General Pellet Grill is the one you're going to want to take a look at. Big Papa's the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. If you're not a fan of the pellet cooker, okay. How about the Old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal cooker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trail? Have any questions, call them, 877-828-0727, because you really can't go wrong with whatever they have on the website. But if you have questions, 877-828-0727. Shop the website, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A, Smokers.com. And the embedded correspondence coming up here. John Solberg in the green room. Jeff Reiser in the green room. And I don't think Doug's in the green room yet. I think that was the picture from a little earlier during Soundcheck. But we'll get him in here. Stick around. We'll be right back. Monthly visits from a killer hog, a cooking guy, a man named Meathead, the author of Barbecue Bible, a grill girl, a bristly barbecue journalist. And the male feasance of the barbecue world known as the Embedded Correspondence. Only found right here on the Barbecue Central Show. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in two sizes with a host of accessories. Whether you're a beginner or professional, this is definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com. Tell them the Barbecue Central Show set you. Don't forget, fourth quarter this year, PBX, the extra large 50 or so plus gallon cooker. You've clamored about a bigger pit barrel, and now you will get a bigger pit barrel. Don't forget the lifestyle room soon to be open to the general public so you can share in the pit barrel lifestyle. All right, it is the fourth Tuesday of the month. You know what that means? A visit from the Embedded Correspondence. That's right. So we welcome in Jeff Reiser, and we welcome in John Solberg. And I would say we're welcoming in Doug Shiding, but I guarantee goddamn tea, Doug is not there. I'm not even going to try and do the whole, are you there, Doug? Because I'm pretty sure I can tell. Uh, John, uh, how are you this evening? Doing fantastic. Thanks so much for asking. And Jeff Reiser, how are you in Wisconsin? I am perfect. Right. Glad to be here, bud. All right. And uh, Doug Shiding, how are you in Texas? I know all about it. You don't have to say anything. 
must be raining down. I mean, Texas has really gotten quite a substantial amount of rain from what I understand here recently. So maybe it's all backed up into the pipes underground. I wouldn't assume that Doug lives in any kind of a neighborhood that actually has old-fashioned power poles and internet poles like I have in my very middle-class neighborhood. Uh, These are probably all ridden or driven underground to uh, have an aesthetically pleasing neighborhood. So, a big, big day tomorrow, guys. As you all know, we'll be announcing the Barbecue Hall of Fame class for 2020. So I thought it would be a good idea for us to really dig in here where we would generate our own individual lists of three who we would be putting in tomorrow if we had our druthers. And then perhaps, however slim the chances might be, that we come up with a unanimous decision I mean, that would be great. We are all on the same page. However, if we don't, we'll see who do we have in common. Well, we'll write those down. And if we have one in common, we'll go back around and we'll try and see if we can't come up with a unanimous second, a unanimous third, basically culminating into our own Barbecue Central, uh, who we would put in for the Hall of Fame tomorrow. And then, of course, we have to have our fourth place, which I'm becoming increasingly enamored with as we continue to talk about it. Made its way into the chat. Maybe that was even this morning, and I became uh, quickly attached to that whole idea of figuring out who the fourth person is. So here we go. Uh, hey, look, here's Doug Shiding right here on the show. Hey, Doug. You there? Yep. Rain in the subdivision, right? Is that what it was? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Uh, changed, changed computer options. Oh, all right. Yeah, Good idea. Let's do that right before the show. Yeah. Never heard anybody. I know. I couldn't get in. Never heard anybody. Uh, all right. So I was just uh, regaling the other two guys, Doug, about uh, what the plan is here for this evening and how we're going to be going around and giving our three. Now, let's do this first. Uh, John, you go ahead and start. As you peruse the semi-final list of nine, just up and down, are there any highlights or lowlights or things that you would kind of... Uh, if you were talking to this list with some noob or rube, are there are any things that you would talk specifically about? Uh, I think overall it's a solid list. I think there's a weak spot in the list, but I think I could speak pretty well about eight of the nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, I'm maybe a bit lacking in their resume and not quite sure why they're there. All right. Uh, Doug, what do you think of the list overall? I actually thought it was a really good list. I'm kind of like John in terms of uh, there were there were one or two I wasn't sure about uh, being on the list, but it could be you know not knowing uh, their resume. So, but uh, overall, I thought it was very solid. All right, Ricer, your thoughts on the list? Uh, they're all way cooler than me, man. So I think it's a pretty solid list. All right. Know? So I mean, are, yeah, are we so. gauging a Hall of Fame list by how cool they are compared to you? Well, I would think so. I think that'd be very popular. So everybody's getting into the Hall of Fame is what you're saying. All right. Good job. Very good. Uh, All right. Uh, Jeff Rice and Doug Scheiding, John Solberg right here. So, uh, Jeff, let's start with you. Uh, Peruse the list and then give me your three. I will write down uh, everybody's list here, and then we'll see if we don't come up with a unanimous three right off the bat. Who's going in first for Jeff Rice? Joe Davidson. Joe Davidson. All right. Oklahoma. Joe, this Joe's. is Jeff. Yeah. All right, that's number one. Number two, going in for Meathead the for me. Meathead. All right. Meathead. Yeah. Meathead. No particular order, of course. We're going to number three for Jeff. 
Desiree. Desiree Rocks? Desiree. There was a girl we played travel softball with, uh, another pitcher. My oldest was a pitcher. And the mom's name was Desiree. And every time I would see her, I'd be like, Desiree. I don't know why I say that. It's just my thing. Anyway, totally extraneous story. Doug, your three. Hold on. Let me give you your own heading on my paper. And number one in no particular order for Doug. Going in. Okay. Well, um, I've actually had three different lists. One after Darren. Oh he, I voted him out after he talked ta- He talked me out of being in it. And then uh, oh, no. I thought, well, maybe the three from last year. Um, and then I heard diversity a lot in the hall, Barbecue Hall of Fame, the people that were actually, you know, to, to nominate. So I'm, I went with diversity. So you can break it up as restaurant, is Franklin, Desiree Rod, Rodney. I went Desiree. Competition. Right. So Desiree is my first choice Jeez, and under like restaurant. So freaking convoluted. All right, go ahead. I know. Competition. Bill Arnold, Darren, and Leanne. You have to go with the goat, Darren. 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 And then other is Joe Davidson, Meathead, and John Marcus, and that was a tough one. No doubt. And so I go Meathead. Wow-wee. All right. Well, okay, let me quickly look here. Uh, who was the first one, did you say? Desiree. Desiree. Right. And a restaurant. I'm sorry. My uh, Right there. Boom. And boom. All right. Uh, now we go over to the Michigan correspondent, John Solberg. In no particular order, John, of course. Your first. Desiree, all, all the right. way, number one. Well, guess what? We have Desiree as a, okay. Actually, I haven't given mine yet. She's going to be in there. Uh, spoiler alert. Number two for John. John Marcus. Ooh, John. Ooh. At him. All right. And rounding out the third for John Silbert. Darren Worth, the GOAT. Wow. We Darren Worth. All right. Now, Greg's list, and I gave my list also last week. However, I have not made 18 other lists, Doug. So I will remain with my original three. Uh, Meathead is in. Yes. Number two. And this makes it unanimous. Desiree Robinson is in, so we'll mark her over as number one, and then three! Darren Worth! So, let's quickly go through and see who we have. So, Jeff voted for Meathead, and Doug voted for Meathead, and I voted for Meathead. So, guess what? Number two in the final 2020 list is Meat. He's got majority vote. Three of four. That's 75%. Who else do we have? We have a uh, Desiree, Desiree. We have Meathead. We have Meathead. We have Meathead. We have Desiree. Uh, John said Desiree. We have Darren. Goat. We have me, Darren. John, you said Darren? Yes. All right. Here we go. Your 2020 Barbecue Central Hall of Famers that may or may not be named tomorrow. And if can you imagine, guys, if we call it right here on this show through this very unscientific process, 
of picking out who would be the class tomorrow. We could probably be like the four most successful weathermen in the history of weathering. We should immediately start a channel online and just start predicting the weather. I mean, this this would be an absolute coup. In case you're tuning in late, the Barbecue Central show picks of the Hall of Fame. Going in first and completely unanimous, Desiree Robinson from Cozy Corner Barbecue, Memphis Staples, of course. Number two, the second Tuesday of the month recurring guest and already a Barbecue Central show guest Hall of Fame member, Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. And rounding out the three, the most prolific barbecue competitor ever on the face of the earth, Darren Ward from Iowa Smokey Deep. Wow. Uh, John, is that a list that you saw happening out of this group? Yeah, I could see that happening. Absolutely. All right. uh, Doug, is this the list that you envisioned? Uh, yeah, I actually thought John Marcus might get a couple of votes from uh, from our group. So, yeah. Uh, Jeff, what did you think about the list? Is this something that you thought would come from this brain trust? Yeah, pretty close. I mean, I was thinking John Marcus myself, but he is kind of my number four. That you want to know? You, you did not. You did not just blow the load all over. It. I mean, come on, dude. relax. Yeah, what do you? What do you? What are you? Thirteen and getting your first piece? <laughs> I mean, relax, pal. Let's slow roll this date. All right. So uh, when I look at this list, I I'm surprised that I I am both surprised and not surprised that Darren is on this list. Um. I, I I do buy into a little bit of what Doug is saying. Like Darren goes out of his way. In fact, I had texted him earlier and said, "Hey, as we announce tomorrow, if you are named, can I attempt at making a phone call to you for like instant reaction?" And he said, "Sure, but I don't plan on you calling me anyway. I'm still too young." I don't know if he's just being modest or if he really feels like that, but he certainly comes across as being very genuine when he says it, which makes me want to buy back my uh, want to stick him in there. But the votes don't lie. I mean, he's in that list here, so we'll see how it goes. And I uh, tend to agree, too. That I thought John Marcus might have been a little bit more uh, represented here in the list, considering the amount of people that he has inspired. Although, uh, one, well, let me ask you this, Jeff. Do you know John Marcus to be anything other than somebody that does barbecue television? Uh, that's kind of how I know him, obviously, from the Pitmasters. So, and that inspired me, let's say, from watching that stuff to start my own YouTube channel. If they can do it, well, I can try it too. Really? That inspired you to do that, the Pitmaster show? Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, the Pitmaster show, yeah, when you watch it and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm a backyard barbecue guy. But when you see that you can be entertaining and, and make content, yeah, it was, it was a big thing. I, don't I watched want, a lot of that back when it was first started. Jeff, I don't want to throw this back in your face, but you did not vote for John Marcus at all. Yeah, I know I didn't. How dare you? I, I went with Desiree. <laughs> I went with the Desiree B just because I think she's worked really hard in Memphis and the way that, uh, you know, her husband died and she still kept on pushing on, man. I mean, I think she's a strong woman and she deserves it, to be honest with you. Uh, Doug, are you, um, uh, how, how do you, what do you think of John Marcus when you hear his name? Is it solely television? Yeah, solely television, but uh, wasn't he, isn't he an Emmy Award winning person as well as like 
you know, from the Cosby show yes. and those sorts of things. Executive so, producer, yeah, so. writer, uh, late line Cosby show, co-creator of different worlds, <laughs> spinoff of the Cosby show. I mean, the list yeah. goes on. Uh, but I mean, from a, from a barbecue, TV aside, I mean, certainly we know he's successful, but is there anything other than the TV show that you relate? I guess what I'm trying to not so subtly ask is when you listen to the show back from last week, they all talked about uh, wanting to see a fairly diverse bill of skill that yeah. this person or that person has brought forth. So do you think that John fits a diverse bill or is he specific niche? Yeah, I think he, he kind of fit in my other non-restaurant, non-competition kind of uh, category. So that's what I put him in. So yeah, he, he has a specialty. Meathead does too. Joe Davidson did too. They're just in different areas. Uh, John, do you think that John Marcus is uh, solely television? Is that how you think of him when well, you hear folks, him? Full disclosure, I have never in my life seen a John Marcus television barbecue show. I've never seen Barbecue Pitmasters. I've never seen one on Destination America. I've never seen one. Ever. What? I gotta oh never have. I gotta save something for the nursing home. How so are you that living? said <laughs> You've never watched not, one I've friggin' minute of a barbecue pitmaster show ever in your life? Never not seen, even when it was never, on CBS that one time? Never. Never? Never seen it. Never. I was too busy cooking while you guys were figuring out. Now, hold on a second. Hold on, John. (laughs) We're going to quickly go around the dais. Doug, is John lying? Yes or no? He has to be. Of course. Of course he's lying. Not lying. Jeff, is uh, is John lying? He's never watched a minute of Barbecue Pitmasters ever? I think it's a white lie. I think he's just kind of forgot that he has actually watched it. I didn't have Destination America when it was on. I didn't, wasn't even aware it was happening. John, I hate to say this, but the but group thinks this. you're a liar. You're a liar, John. Well, they could, hey. All right. <laughs> we'll take you at your word. None of us would be talking. Right. And none of us would be here talking if it wasn't for John Marcus. Nope. YouTubers would not have been inspired. I wouldn't be in this chair. You know, the, the, what happened, what John Marcus did is way above and beyond me not watching his show. And, and I think history will bring that to be the truth are you really saving pitmasters for the adult diaper years yeah that and the walking dead i've never seen one of those Uh, either okay well i've never seen a minute of walking dead either but i think i can get away with that if i said i never watched a pitmaster show somebody might flip their lip uh all right here we go this is the funnest part of the whole deal your bridesmaid or number four for a completely surprise answer we go to jeff rice I had the yups, and I said it early. <laughs> Who was it? I was too excited, man. I mean, I was flipping coins this afternoon on the on the, my last vote. So it's it John Marcus, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was either him or Desiree, and I was like flipping coins. So wow, all right, it was hard. Doug, answer is number four. Aaron Franklin. <laughs> right. John Solberg has number four right up his sleeve. Well, my number four was Meathead, but he's in the run, so I'm sticking Marcus in my number four spot. All right. Well, it's either good news or bad news, no matter how you look at it. Uh, my vote for number four, and this validates number four, John Marks. That makes him a 
bridesmaid and not a bride, also a unanimous 75% winner. So once again, Desiree Robinson, Meathead, and Darren Worth are getting into the Hall of Fame. And just so shy is John Marcus, executive producer of The Cosby Show. Guy wrote with one of the most prolific rapists of our time, and he didn't even know it. Wow. Crazy. Cosby kook. Uh, all right, so we have all of that done, and we still have a couple minutes here in this segment. So, um, biggest news story that has overshadowed or that has been overshadowed by the coronavirus. John, what are your thoughts? Uh, sorry, I heard something. <laughs> the uh, I, I've got to go with your Weber idea. I mean, how can you? Yeah, where to go? <laughs> no doubt, Doug. Biggest story that uh, uh, this is what they always say. Like there was some huge story going on, and then something else huge hit, and it was like the best thing that ever happened because somebody was rolled up into something really bad, and it was about ready to go off the rail, and then all of a sudden something else happened, and boom, they were saved. What do you think, Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. Was he in the yeah, news? Yeah, you never hear about him anymore. Okay. He was in the news all the damn time. I just thought he got in fired. Ukraine and all. Oh, gosh. No. You never hear his name. Have you heard his name since COVID no, started? I certainly no. haven't. Wow. No. All right. Jeff, uh, biggest story that was happening before COVID that saved their ass when COVID hit? The Green Bay Packers drafted a quarterback. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Oh my God! That's a, only somebody in Wisconsin is like twenty four seven Green Bay. Wow, that's a that's a huge pull, no doubt. Um, I uh, go back and uh, fully solidify my thought that the Weber smoke fire was really taking huge dumpster fire heat on all of the Facebook groups. People talking about when is Weber going to recall this, and I'm bringing my six Weber smoke fires back to Lowe's. Leave them in the trash. People, do you remember? There were people saying if you just go around the back of Lowe's, Lowe's can't actually return to Weber. So just pick them out of the dumpster. They're just there, free for the taking. Take the grease fire and go take it. Whatever. Unbelievable what people will say on the internet these days. All right, guys, uh, we are getting ready for the American Idol edition. You can see that the expert judges have filed in. Wave hi there, ladies. I'm sorry. We'll uh, get to you right at the top. we got to do a quick read, and then we will get you up to get your news story in. I'll talk to you quickly about Southside Market and Barbecue. Established in 1882, Southside Market and Barbecue, the oldest barbecue joint in Texas. They have been owned and operated by the same family for three generations, offering premium Central Texas barbecue products. Slow smoked over real wood, shipping, distributing, manufacturing sausages for companies across the U.S., from food trucks to multi-chain restaurants, Southside Sausage could be on your menu, too. All meats are processed in the on-site USDA-inspected facility, a trusted partner with a focus on quality and authenticity. Wholesale options are available, shipping nationwide via FedEx Food Service Distribution. Via Cisco, U.S. Foods, and Martin Foods are also available. They're co-packaging capable from research and development to package completion. They can follow your recipe or help you develop something private and new. Private labels opportunities are <laughs> private label opportunities are also available. Visit southsidemarket.com for more information. And while you're shopping at southsidemarket.com, 
as you get ready to check out, use promo code BBQ Central. That's B-B-Q-C-E-N-T-R-A-L. That's BBQ Central, all one word, lowercase. And you can get 10% off the entire order. Yeah. That's promo code BBQ Central. This time and the next time and every time, not just the first time. We're ready for the American Idol Barbecue Central Show edition finale. Where the, well, there will be a duet recorded, and then Jeff Rice and myself will take turns singing live for your absolute desecration right here on this show. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. Be right back. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Hey, this portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Head over to smithfield.com throughout the grilling season for recipes as well as tips and tricks from world champion pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, and Charles Cridlin. With mouth-watering flavor and no artificial ingredients, Smithfield Fresh Pork is quite simply the finest pork money can buy. It's a trusted choice of world championship pitmasters for use at home and at competitions. How about that? All right, we may or may not have a news story here, so we go to the expert panelists uh, from left to right on your screen. Uh, say hi, Maddie Rempe. Say hi. Uh, flip on the mic. Oh. Good night. Flip on the mic. <laughs> There we go. Hello. Hey, hey. In the middle, we have Bobby. Say hi. Hi. And Willis, say hi. Hi. All right. There you go. All right. What's the news story? But we're not going to eat on the microphone or do this. We're going to be professional this here. This should be kicked out. Oh, my God. I mean, why would you put that in your mouth? I mean, here we go. We're getting ready to throw I it to you for a water. news story. All right. So what's the news story? Oh, my dear <laughs> Lord. What are we doing over Jeez. John is crying from the unprofessionalism oh being God. exhibited. Okay. NASA found a parallel universe where time goes backwards. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is, I was, is this a joke or is this real? I swear to God. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, well, then hey. it must be true. Definitely what is a parallel universe exactly? It's the opposite. <laughs> well, that would be an opposite universe, wouldn't it? I don't know. Oh, wait. It means it's a cross. Huh. Parallel. Oh, great. <laughs> this was just announced on Twitter? Yeah. All right. Like well, last good. week. Yeah, but it's news. Like the UFOs are real. Uh, Marley, do you know anything about parallel universe? And time travel. Yes, time travel is real as the well. The government confirmed it. All right, ladies, uh, welcome to American Idol Barbecue Central Show finale. Can't wait. I wish. <laughs> last week, or last week, it feels like last week. Time has just been ripping by, but last month, Jeff Rice and myself were voted through. In case you missed it, this is what Jeff Rice sounded like. Oh, people, don't you understand? A child needs a helping hand. 
Or he's gonna be an angry young man someday. Remember that, right, ladies? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Take a look at you and, and me. This is what Doug sounded like because Doug got voted off. So. Oh. Just so we can recap quickly. Jesse is a friend. You guys remember that? Yeah. He's been a good <laughs> friend. Forget that auto tune. <laughs> Again with the auto tune. Keep going with that. Right. And then this was me getting through. Singing a little 80s hit from Terrence Trent Dart. Alright, there we go. There we go. Now, this is the final. So, ladies, any advice to me and Jeff as we are preparing mentally for our live singing? Because first, we're going to be playing duet. A pre-recorded duet. I have it ready to go here. Any advice? Actually, let's do it like a regular show. Here we go. Before we get to the live, ladies and gentlemen. Because that's what everybody's tuning in for. Just like they do in these dumb singing shows. Jeff Rice and I have teamed up for a finale duet. (laughs) And it sounds a little something like this. Sing it if you know it. Well, I walk into the room, passing out hundred dollar bills, and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I'm by the bar, double round the crown, and everybody's getting down in this town. Ain't never gonna be the same. Cause I saddle up my horse, and I ride into the city. I make a lot of noise, cause the girls, they are so pretty. Riding up and down Broadway on my old study Roy and the girls say, Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Everybody says, Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Well, I don't give a dang about nothing. And I'm singing and bling blinging while the girls are drinking. Long necks down, and I wouldn't trade old Leroy or my Chevrolet for your Escalade or your Freak Parade. I'm the only John Wayne left in this town. When I saddle up my horse and I ride into the city, I make a lot of noise because the girls, they are so pretty. Riding up and down Broadway on my old Sud Leroy, and the girls say, Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Everybody says, save a horse, ride a cowboy. I'm a thoroughbred, that's what she said in the back of my truck bed. As I was getting buzzed <laughs> on suds out on some backcountry road. We were flying high, fine as wine, having a barbecue central time. And I was going just about as far as she let me go. But her evaluation of my cowboy reputation had me begging for salvation all night long. So I took her out, gigging frogs, introduced her to my old bird dog, and sang her every Willie Nelson song I could think of. And we made love, and I saddled up my horse, and I ride into the city. I make a lot of noise, cause the girls, they are so pretty. Riding up and down Broadway, my old Sudley Roy, and the girls say, 
Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Everybody says, Eat a horse, ride a cowboy. What? What? Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Everybody says, Eat a horse, ride a cowboy. All right, there you have it. Wow. The duet of duets. Quickly, we go to the expert panel clap. in studio. Marley, your initial thoughts. Ma- ma- you can't clap with the microphone on. It makes me want to blow my head off. Uh, Marley, your thoughts of the duet with Jeff Rice and myself. Um, I think it was pretty good. I think you had more. I feel like you had more heart into it. I feel like... You really remember this was um, this was a duet with very distinct harmonizations. I'm not saying that you can't say I was better. In fact, I would encourage. You. However, uh, I want your honest opinion. Marley, anything else? No. All right, uh, <laughs> Bobby, your thoughts? Um, I thought the harmonizing could have been better. It was a little. It wasn't going to get better than the, that. Well, <laughs> it could have been. Um, I feel like. The lower part of the song felt. Can you hear me? Yes. Felt less passionate. Hmm. All right, uh, Maddie, your thoughts on "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy"? I Eat think the uh, harmonization could have definitely been a lot better because it hmm. didn't sound very good. But um, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's it. All Otherwise, right. it was good. The the uh, harmonization could have been better. The whole song was harmonization, so that means the whole song I mean, was like, bad. I mean, like, it sounded good, it but just didn't sound it was good together. also, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Doug, as you listen to the produced live song, your thoughts on Save a Horse, Ride a Cow? Are you on mute, Doug? Didn't this happen to him last yes, night? Yes, you're on. Yeah, yeah I am. I am. Welcome to the first time. And I'm not time. even drinking tonight. First time on the even show. I'm drinking tonight. First time around the show. Good to have you, Doug. <laughs> I found it interesting the three ladies <laughs> didn't accuse either one of you of auto-tune. So, but I thought you had the riffs from both of you were great. And Greg, you really got into the, the uh, We Made Love kind of song. That's right. Kind of. All man. All man here. John, your expert opinion on Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy? Uh, first of all, I assume that was a double ender where you both recorded your parts and then an engineer melded those together. Yes, 100%. So my hat's off to the engineer right, on that you. one. Thank you. I'll and take I think that. individually, yeah, that was, that was a stellar mix. Yep. And uh, I do think individually, both audio tracks were, were done very, very well. And it would be really hard to sync it up any better than you did. It was no distraction to me at all. All right. So there you go. That's the first part of our time here this evening. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here it comes to the live live performance. All right. So here we go to the expert panel of judges once again. It is a unanimous vote from you three. Who goes first, Jeff or me? Jeff. Wow. Okay. Jeff. Jeff goes first. So, what if I didn't say Jeff, what would happen? Then it would be me. Oh, can I say something about the whole how you guys said eat a horse? I like something that. Something happened at work where somebody said, oh, my God, did you eat horse? And I looked at them. I was like, actually, eating horse is not legal. And I only know that because of 
you. My shirt. That's right. I the shirts. I, that's I right. I wish I would have worn yeah, my shirt. I want a t-shirt. If the guy who makes them is watching the show, I want to. Oh, he's one. watching. All right. I, need I would one. like one. one. All right. Thank you. You want a 2020 horse yeah, meat shirt? Affecting the youth of America. Yep. All right, uh, Jeff. So you go ahead and give me a finger—not uh, the finger, but a finger—of <laughs> when you are ready to go, and I will duck the bed, and off you'll be running. Ladies, what? Jeff is getting ready, please. Can you Here turn we go. Us off? Go ahead, buddy. Barbecue is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. Bound by a wild desire, I fell into a ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. You guys can sing along. You heard this in the tavern. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. The taste of sauce is sweet. When hearts like ours meet. I fell for you like a child Oh, but the heart is wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire It went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire There he is, right, Jeff yeah. Rice, right there. Wow, we the barbecue ring of fire. Judges are all over; they like it a lot. So we'll quickly head over to the judges for their expert opinion. Maddie, go ahead first. Wait, I have a question. Okay, go ahead. Could he see us while he? No, was no. Oh, oh okay. yeah, you probably could see them, right, Jeff? Unless you weren't looking. Yeah, he was. He was being distracted. Right. Okay, okay, I was clarify. That's right. Uh, go ahead, uh, Maddie, with your thoughts. Um, I did think it was bad, but at some points when you were kind of like shaking your voice a little bit, you kind of sounded like a pirate. 
I thought it sounded. I don't know how. Bobby, what do you think? But I mean, it wasn't bad. Shut up. I thought it was good. It was probably your best yet. Oh. But I also think wow. that you went with a safer song. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was good, but I think not, not risky. No. Yeah. I mean, this runs, is the finale, so and I was really hoping to be wowed, and I'm getting <laughs> all of this from American America's Got Talent. Got it. And um. I just think you could have done something riskier, but I think it was good. That really tested your limits. Ah, tested the limits again. All right, Marley, your thought? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I feel like the song you chose matched your song out of all of the songs you sang. So good, what? good, good voice match. You mean? Yes, that's yeah. my bad. My bad. Dude, I don't know English. Song. That's fine. All right, uh, Jeff, your thoughts on the critique? I think overall they were saying that uh, by and large, and coming from a live perspective, which is doubly hard to do, this could be your best effort yet. Well, I, you know, I appreciate it. You know, I get where they're saying to maybe push myself, but I am not a rock star, even if I look like one. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, but I, I worked hard at it. I worked at hard at it because uh, I st- decided yesterday that I was going to do this song. So there was a lot of preparation into it. I can see. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> one of the things that you have to really strive for is uh, preparation weeks in advance of prepping the throat and getting sure that everything is ready to go. All right. So that is Jeff Rice. You will have one week to vote before we pick a winner next week. So Jeff is saying vote for him. Uh, girls, who do you want to hear next? Uh, me. Okay. Josh. Well, it's going to be me. Yeah. It's only me and, and uh, Rice are left. All right. So let's go ahead and vote now. As we talk about unsafe songs, I believe the song I am about to sing is as unsafe as it gets. <clears throat> Pushing all of the limits. In fact, I'm going off the chair so I can make sure that I open up my diaphragm enough so I can even attempt to get these notes. I got to make sure that I have proper social distancing from the mic so I don't blow the capsule off this $500 yeah, microphone. Give or give it coronavirus. That's right, Bob. We know what song you're singing. No. Uh, probably not. It's no, a, 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 a mid-90s R&B smash by uh, Brian McKnight called Anytime. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. All right. Well, let me uh, put you on mute Kay. as I okay, get bye. ready to wow the universe. I give you a live version of Brian McKnight's Anytime.
Do you ever wake up reaching out for me? Do I ever cross your mind anytime? I miss you. For the ladies. Still have your picture in a frame. Hear your footsteps down the hall. I swear I hear your voice. It's driving me insane. How I wish that you would go to see. Would I ever cross your mind anytime? Do you ever wake up reaching out for me? Do I ever cross your mind anytime? I miss you. I miss you. Hey, well, let me get back on this chair. Right up. And we open up the microphone for a little instant feedback. All right. Bobby first. Bobby first. We go to Bobby first. Here we go. Okay, Greg. Most critical. Here we go. Let's have it. Both barrels. Um, I like the song. Um. <laughs> hi. Um. Uh oh. I sorry, it was Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the song. You had like a rasp in your voice at sometimes, and at certain times it also sounded like it flowed very well and sounded very good. But then I think once you reached up there a little bit, it was a little bit not as flowy. But, I mean, I liked it. Did I push my limits? Uh, I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. It was good. Do I don't you, know. I can't think, tell Jeff that he didn't push his no, limits. No, yes, I can. Because his was like um, like a... It was one note. The whole song. It, that, well, that and like it sounded like... Be nice. Jeff's on the phone still. I know. It's like, you Be know, like when you play the blues. Yeah. Like, it was more of a simple song. Yours was like lesser of a simple song but I definitely think if you would have done like Adore Me or whatever oh by Harry God. Styles yes. that would have been your limits yes, that's, oh, pushing that's your a limits. great song I know that so would've... yes you could have pushed more alright uh, Maddie your thoughts gosh um, I thought it was good wow <laughs> uh, Mar- Marley your thoughts um, <laughs> I thought it was good but I have to agree with Bobby <laughs> Some of those notes were just a little rough. Yeah. But otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. All right. Uh, now we go to the offsite judges. Uh, Doug, your thought? I actually thought you should have been given credit for testing, you know, pushing the limits uh, of that song. But unfortunately, I didn't know the song. So, but uh, anyway, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was a great effort for doing it live. All right. Yes. Uh, John Solberg, your thoughts? I don't know how you pulled that off not standing up because that was high. I thought it was way I thought it was way above your what I would call your normal range. Yeah. So I think I think it sounded great. I think you were right on it. Uh Jeff Rice, your thoughts. 
You certainly can carry a tune, my friend. Oh, yeah? You certainly can carry a tune. Right. Well, right back yeah. at you. My friend. Johnny Cash. I've heard you sing And with a big Kenny uh, top hat, by the way, so keeping in yeah, costume great. with the duet. All right. So here's uh, what you need to do. Everybody listening tonight, everybody, uh, this includes the judges and everybody in the chat room, everybody listening to this over the course of the next handful of days, email me who was number one and who was number two. And we will rejoin next week for the results show where we will cap a winner. We will have a donated prize pool by a sponsor of $100,000, which is great. So we're looking forward to giving that. Also, a five-year recording contract through Sony Records. It's absolutely not happening. No way. So there you have it. Uh, in In a week, we will have the results. Uh, Don't forget, we will be here live tomorrow for the big announcement of the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Uh, Bobby, do you have a thought on who might be in the barbecue? That's that's Jeff Rice who sang the Barbecue Ring of Fire. Whoa. I like your hat. Yeah. Yeah, I like your hat, too. They're watching the show that they're on on the phone. I can't see it. I want to know what I look like. I know. I tried to work in a live feed, but it didn't work out. Uh, Girls, do you have any thoughts on Barbecue Hall of Fame? Marley, anybody you think is going to get in this year? No, uh, Bobby, your thoughts? The girl. Ah, the girl. That's right. There happens to be two girls. Uh-oh. Maddie, your thoughts? <laughs> Good guess. I don't know who's in it. All right. We're oh. topical as always here. In Somebody. Family, no doubt. Um, there you go. So the fourth Tuesday of the month, you can find oh the embedded God. correspondence right here. By the way, uh, aside from finding out who wins next week, we're done with the singing. Season one of the Barbecue Hall of Fame is over. Uh, let me try that again. Season one of American Idol Barbecue Central Show Hall of Fame is over. And we'll see if there is interest for season two. Oh. Ladies, would you be judging a season two if we have it? Four. Yes. yes. Will you be singing for a season? No. Yes. yes. Oh. Some yes, some no. Very yes. good. In the meantime, you can find John Solberg being the Michigan correspondent. You can find the longest-running embedded correspondent, Doug Scheiding, in Texas, and the newest embedded correspondent, Jeff Rice, in Wisconsin. Guys, appreciate you uh, doing this little fun thing over the last handful of months. Jeff, appreciate you actually sacking up and singing live. That's absolutely fabulous. A lot of balls. That was pretty nerve-wracking for me, actually, and I don't get nervous on the show. You screamed. Uh, I did. Yeah, you did. So uh, there we go. All right, uh, ladies, thanks for coming in, as always. Appreciate your time as well. Have a great night, everybody. We'll, we'll talk after this, believe me. We'll talk. We'll be talking. Oh, we'll be talking. That's okay. right. We'll be talking. All right, guys, uh, thanks so much, and we will catch you again next month on the Barbecue Central Show with the Embedded Correspondence. There we go. All right. Now, where am I over here? This is Terry oh. Howell from the Talk Back Fans Podcast, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show with the incomparable host, Greg Rippey. A lot of production to work through to get back on track here. Here we go. Let's wrap up this second hour and show right after this. Stick around.
Whole Packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by The Smoke Sheet, a free weekly newsletter that keeps you in the know on everything happening in the barbecue world, including top news events, recipes, and more, started by Ryan Cooper and Sean Ludwig, both of them traveling around the country when they can to report on great barbecue news. You can sign up for the newsletter and see all the full events at their barbecue calendar by going to bbqnewsletter.com. That's bbqnewsletter.com, a great all-in-one resource covering the live fire industry yes sir all right let's wrap it up all the way back in the first hour we talked with ted conrad from fireboard fireboard 2 is coming out here shortly and fireboard 2 drive then we talked with fourth tuesday of the month regular guest Derek riches from DerekRiches.com. We are asking you to throw away your bristly brushes to clean your grills. No bristles. Forget it. Also, we talked about the liquid propane gas exchange scam over a number of years ago. So take it to the refill station versus exchange. And he picked his Barbecue Hall of Fame members. Don't forget. Uh, then in the second hour, of course, uh, embedded correspondence. Talked about our nominations for the Barbecue Hall of Fame, which will be revealed tomorrow. And then we sang like animals. We'll see who comes out on top next week during the results show. And that'll put an end to season one of American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition. Don't forget, special live show tomorrow, Wednesday, 3 p.m. We'll do it live. We will do it live at 3 p.m. with Emily Park from the American Royal Association, manager at at the uh, World Series of Barbecue. Well, we will reveal the 2020 Barbecue Hall of Fame class live, Facebook and YouTubes. Tell all your friends. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, September 11th, 2001, I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Good night now.